0: to create passive income and generational wealth while also lowering your taxable income through investments in the apartment and alternative investment spaces. If you haven't hit subscribe yet, make sure you do that right now so that you don't miss an episode. Thanks so much for joining me today, and now on with the show. Welcome to Thoughtful Thursdays on the Plan B C R N A podcast. I'm your host, Bobby Jones. You might notice that this is a little longer than a typical Thoughtful Thursday show, And that's because I struggled a little bit with some of the advice that I found. So I ad-libbed some because I think that this stuff really matters. I'm curious to see what you think. As always, I like to start these podcasts off with a quote that gets me thinking. Max Ehrman once said, be gentle with yourself. You are a child of the universe, no less than the trees and the stars. In the noisy confusion of life, keep peace in your soul. So what does it look like to truly love and take care of ourselves? Many of us think we know, and we're often eager to prove it. Lord knows that's where I was when I first embarked on my anesthesia career. I was out of school, and I'd finally made it. Of course, it's often said that the moment you think you've got it all figured out is the moment you get knocked on your ass tabulum, and that's pretty much what happened to me. I had no idea how to care for myself. In my first 31 years of life, I'd never learned how to recognize or acknowledge my own emotions. I took worldly trips and ate well. I took good care of my physical health until I got into anesthesia school, at which point I lacked the mental energy necessary to pursue fitness goals, while some of my classmates went the opposite direction and pushed themselves in all types of directions, including running the Boston Marathon. I'm looking at you, Dave Dorito. I reasoned that my choice was more the norm than the exception. This began the slippery slope of neglecting myself. I looked all right on the outside as I kept pace well enough in classes and clinical, but on the inside, I buried my vulnerability. You can't be weak in anesthesia school. I convinced myself that I was okay, that I was merely doing what I needed to do to get through, but I was flat out ignoring my emotional side, putting the I'll deal with that later label on things like my imposter syndrome, my increased drinking habits, and my marriage. The sad truth was I had no idea how to take care of my inner self. Everything that I pursued wasn't to connect with myself or others around me, but to escape my own feelings and vulnerabilities. So how do you escape bad cycles and really start taking care of yourself? Psychology today suggests several steps that can help. I'll highlight the most important ones here. Number one, sleep, exercise, and drink right. These are the no kidding categories. We all know these. But how many of us really practice them? I'll readily admit to staying up and eating nachos way too often. Just because I don't follow these things often doesn't make it wrong. It just makes me a bit of an idiot sometimes. And that's okay because, you know, hey, we're all on our own paths. Number two, say no to others. This can be really challenging for those of us who are mediators or susceptible to any kind of peer pressure. But constantly signing up for more than we can chew can severely sap our energy, leading to burnout, anxiety, and irritability. By practicing politely declining offers, we develop more selectiveness in choosing the things that truly matter to us. Number three, get outside. Spending time outside can help reduce stress, lower blood pressure, and reduce fatigue. Surrounding yourself with nature can also teach you how to live more in the moment. I'm trying to teach this to my own children right now. Uh, my son got upset the other day on a hike, so we sat down to just listen to the waterfalls and the be- the birds nearby. Sure, he got impatient, but he calmed down first before he took off merrily running down the mountainside. So I count that as a win. Plus, getting outside can help you sleep better at night, and I'm all for uh, those kinds of multi-purpose tactics. Number four, take a self-care trip. For starters. Let's just say this probably isn't a trip to Las Vegas, but it could be. Getting away for a weekend every now and then can help you to disconnect, relax, and rejuvenate. The goal is to veer away from your normal schedule and do something that's just for yourself. So don't make it super expensive so that it causes you more stress later. And don't pack it full of so much stuff that makes it feel stressful. Count this as hitting the reset button. Number five, get organized. Many CRNAs need to hear this one, while many are thinking, how in the world can I get even more organized than I am? I've learned that there are pilers and filers in this world, and I am definitely a piler. And that's okay, as long as we focus on getting it together sometimes. Clutter and stuff can just add to the things that we feel we have to take care of, which increases our overall mental load. A little reorganizing can go a long way to keeping that mental load in a manageable state. Number six, so some of this stuff, I'm just going to put in kind of an a la carte mode here. So uh, one of these is get a pet. Sure, pets can be great for reducing stress and feelings of anxiety, unless you're not at all an animal person, or you pick the particular pet that pees all over your clothes after you've just been gone for a 12-hour shift. Next is cooking at home. Yeah, we all know that fast food isn't great, but some folks legitimately don't know how to cook. While it's one of my personal therapies, it always ends up with a messy kitchen that I end up having to clean myself. Now, the end justifies the means for me, but I'm kind of a weirdo, and I recognize that not everybody gets a joy out of cooking. Next is read a book on self-care. Come on. Do I really need to go over that? What I've learned from my life is that when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. And by that, I mean you just won't get much from forcing yourself to read a book. You have to be mentally ready to accept what's inside. Have you ever noticed how you can read a book one time and then read it again a few years later only to see completely different things inside? That's what I'm talking about. You just can't force some things. All right, number seven, this last one is important. Schedule your self-care time. Yes, it's hard to find extra time, but we do need to try to plan for ourselves. These moments alone can help us to make Uh, better sense of what's going on around us. If that self-care time includes friends, that's fine too. Sometimes we need others to make us feel connected and relaxed, as well as to help steer us away from bad paths. You can schedule a long walk, a candlelit bath, a brisk run. You can also incorporate deep breathing at different times of the day. Whatever it is, make sure you take advantage of that time to reflect and find the calm. The more you work at this, the better you'll get at it. I want to point out that I find it interesting that most of the methods mentioned here do not involve examining your underlying emotions or previous hardships or trauma points. And I'm going to go ahead on a a limb here and say that this is a huge error. If you want to truly take care of yourself, you're going to have to learn how to handle emotions. This includes identifying them, finding out where they came from and why, and processing through them. This may require some professional counseling, which is completely normal. Emotional intelligence is so, so important, and even psychologists don't talk enough about it. In fact, I've actually written emotional intelligence down as a topic for another show. Be on the lookout for that one. It's going to be a barn burner. I think it's important to keep in mind that you can train yourself to find peace. Studies aplenty prove that taking regular time to deep breathe or meditate can have long-lasting effects throughout the day. I recently read an article about how Steph Curry can take his heart rate down into the 80s during a single timeout after running all over the court. This is not just happenstance. This happens precisely because he trains for it. Sure, none of us are superior athletes, except you, Dave, but every single one of us has to train for the outcomes that we want in life. If we want a healthier lifestyle, we must train for it inside and out. Part of my personal training has been related to daily gratitude. No, this isn't listed for self-care in any official capacity, but I can tell you that it has helped me tremendously. We often make it a family activity, getting the kids involved. Whether someone is thankful for ice cream or electricity, family members or Legos, we found it to be incredibly grounding, humbling and awe-inspiring at the same time. We truly live in amazing times. Now, honestly, I'd, I'd hope to provide more with this podcast. I'll readily admit that, While many of these advice points aren't new, I personally don't think they're comprehensive either. We talk about a need to focus in and out, but most of these things don't focus much on the inside. So I'm going to label this as the Dave Dorito episode, which means that we're working hard, but hardly finished. I'm going to also pair this with a Thoughtful Thursday podcast on emotional intelligence in the future to balance it all out. For more information, check out the links in our show notes. I also have some books posted there. Uh, One of them is called "Fearless" by Dean Sloiter. Another one is called Silence by Erling Kog. And the next one is The Self-Love Experiment by Shannon Kaiser. As always, I'd like to thank you for listening to the Plan B CRNA podcast. If you found value today, make sure you hit subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. I also want to hear from you. If you have a question, comment, or topic that you'd like me to cover in a future show, make sure you rate and review on your podcast player. I check those all the time, and I try to cover those questions in future episodes. I hope you'll join us next time. This is Bobby Jones signing off. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Plan B CRNA podcast. If you haven't already subscribed and reviewed the show, I'd be honored if you took the extra time. It really helps to expand our reach and get the word out about the show. If you're a CRNA who is interested in sharing your story on our podcast, I'd love to have you. Please email me at bobby at oncallinvestments.com for more information. This episode was brought to you by On Call Capital. They are dedicated to helping providers like you develop passive income and generational wealth through investments in the apartment and alternative investment spaces. Feel free to check out their website at www.oncallinvestments.com and subscribe to their free educational email series. You can find On Call Capital on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can also check out our YouTube page, where you'll find all of the show episodes along with other educational videos. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode.